Welcome to the Do Hard Things podcast with your host, Jay Teagues. Are you ready to amplify and improve your life? Then you're in the right place. On this podcast, we have unfiltered conversations with inspiring people who take on challenges and are here to share with us their wisdom from their journey. We talk about how doing hard things enable all of us to adequately deal with life's struggles and challenges and to ultimately improve the quality of our lives. Welcome to another episode of the Do Hard Things Podcast. I'm your host, JT, certified high performance coach and your leadership speaker. And today I want to talk to you about planning consideration, getting focused on what matters. If you have any reverence for time, you got to get control of your calendar. You got to get control of how you manage your time. And at the time of this recording, uh, we are getting ready for going to Q1. Q1 just finished, and we're going into Q2. And no matter what time of year that you listen to this, you can apply You can apply this immediately. What we do in high performance, we talk about planning quarterly, planning every 90 days. Most people are living in reaction. They're, they're living day to day and not looking beyond a week or two weeks. But if you want to get focused, you want to get laser focused, I'm going to give you some planning considerations to help you plan your quarter. So you may want to grab a pen and a piece of paper and jot down some notes because I'm going to give you some actionable things that you can use to help you plan. On a scale of 1 to 10, how productive do you feel in your life right now? Look at your personal life, your professional life. When I talk about your personal life, the, the acronym I like to use is HARD. Your health and wellness. How is your health and wellness? How is your affluence and your ability to create wealth? People don't want to talk about money, but money is a tool. We need money. We have to make it. It gives us freedom. How are your relationships? Are you being intentional with your relationships right now? What skill are you developing? How are you trying to get better? How are you sharpening your saw? What areas of your life need your focus right now? Are there any areas of your life that you know they need improvement, but you're avoiding improving them? Are there any areas of your life where you feel that your focus is being stolen away by distraction, or competing interests. Hi, I'm Jay Teagues, your high-performance coach, leadership speaker, and founder of the Do Hard Things podcast. And tonight, I want to talk about productivity and give you some tips and some strategies to help you plan your quarterly goals. Oftentimes, you know, many people are like living day to day, week to week. They're not going beyond the week, and they're living in constant state of reaction. Most organizations plan and operate quarterly. We talk about high performance. That's what we're going to do. We're going to operate 12 weeks at a time, 90 days. Uh, At the time of this recording, uh, Q1 2021 has just finished. It seems like it just started and we're, we're starting Q2. So we're basically talking about now to the end of June. And when you operate in, uh, in, in 12 week increments and in quarterly increments, it enables you to get super focused and actually get things done. We're going to talk about that uh, today. So when it comes to high performance, productivity is an incredibly important topic. We're not talking about busy work. We're talking about getting productive and doing things done. Because if you're a high performer, you're making things happen. Okay. So and I'm not talking about just busy work. Like I said, we're talking about life's work, important stuff. And I recall in my life when I felt the most Um, unproductive and unfulfilled, I was doing a lot of busy work. 
And I think a time that, that I think about is when, uh, when the triplets, I've got triplet daughters, and they were uh, less than one. So this is the early stages of their life, maybe less than two. I was a recruiter at the time. I'd wake up. I would do Army PT. I would come home, and it was like reaction. It was a constant state of reaction. Uh, daughter's throwing up here. Got to change a diaper there. Got to feed one. Reaction, reaction, reaction. Okay, I got to go to work. And I was a recruiter, so I had to answer phone calls, do appointments. I didn't know how my day was going to be. Phone would ring. I'd pick it up. It could be a potential prospect. This is during the height of the Iraq War. We were in a market that was tough, so it was tough. And I would do this until, you know, late in the evening and then come home, diapers, vomit, all that stuff, you know, with babies. And then, you know, by nine o'clock, the phone would start to die down and the kids were in bed and I would sit there and just sit on the couch and just be like, man, I felt like I was incredibly busy, tired. What did I get done today? I don't even know. I just felt unfulfilled. I drink some beer. One beer would lead to two beers. I would lead to three beers. Then I'd crack open the Xbox, and I'd be gaming until midnight. I had that peace at night. I was escaping from reality and uh, going to sleep and then waking up at you know 5.30, running on five hours of sleep, waking up, cranky, irritable, reaction, reaction, reaction all day. And I was just miserable, miserable, uh, because I had no agency or control over my day. Enough was enough. I got focused and, and really got good at planning. I, we started delegating some of the, we had some family help with the triplets. We had, uh, I started saying no, I didn't, I, I quit answering the phone. I started block timing when I was going to make my calls. I got control of my life and I started planning and incorporating those habits. It enabled me to regain control of my life. And uh, so productivity is incredibly important. Um, so let's think about, so, you know, have you, I always think back to that. There's a, there's a peaceful time of year right after Christmas and, and New Year's where everything kind of shuts down and we're kind of reflecting on the previous year and we're looking at uh, the next year. And we're always like, you know, next year is going to be my year. So is where, where, where you're currently at, where you're listening, is this currently your year? Because this year belongs to the focused and most disciplined. And at the time of this, we're just coming out of the pandemic. We're still dealing with it. We're talking about 2021. And if 2021 is going to be your year, you've got to be focused and disciplined because there's all this white noise with the pandemic, all of the social media. It is hectic and it's crazy. And as I look back, like the first quarter is done and it feels like, you know, the year has just started. 25% of the year is already over with. So whatever time and space that you're, that you're listening to this or seeing this, is this your year? And are you satisfied with the results of, of what you've got accomplished so far? And, uh, you know, what I want you to consider is, you know, we need to slow down and we need to have some strategies and we need to in place, uh, have, have a focused strategy of how we attack our goals. And I'm going to give you a three-step three process that's going to help you with that. Okay. So remember that if you have reverence for life, you know, time is our life. If you have reverence for your life, you got to get control of your time, just like you got to get control of your bank account and all these other things. And we squander so much time. And if you want more joy and you want more happiness, you've got to get more control or agency and focus on your life. Reaction and randomness are the enemies of efficiency and freedom. And they lead to being unsettled, being unhappy. Because when you're in a static, constant state of reaction and you're not achieving your life's goals, you're going to become unsettled and miserable. We're looking for enduring happiness, okay? So I want to help 
get you clear and focused and organized on some of your goals. So the first thing I want you to do is I want you to get organized. Think about the projects you'd like to accomplish, okay? More, most people spend a lot of time thinking about the projects than actually doing them. So when we think of a project, we've identified it, we need to attack it with military precision. We have to establish some boundaries to the project. If you don't have boundaries, being able to say no so you can work on the project, having a deadline, a very critical aspect of having a boundary, then it's nothing more than a hope or a dream. Okay? And I want you to think of what degree can we execute this project swiftly and aggressively with military precision. Okay? Oftentimes, what we begin to believe is that these projects take a lot longer than they actually do because we've developed the habit of having, you know, 10 to 15 projects at once. And we spend a little bit of time on project number one, and then we skip over here to number three, and then number five, and then number 10. And we're never gaining any, any traction on anything. So when we receive a new project, it's like, oh, man, it's going to take another gonna take another year to get through that thing. We'll add it to the list. And then you feel crowded and cluttered and unfulfilled. Okay, so... Just think that, uh, we, just remember, we've developed a habit. We probably have a perception that the projects take longer than it actually needs to. When new Fortune 500 CEOs come in or military commanders come into an organization, they assess everything and they, they have three to four strategies and they get laser focused on that strategy to completion. Organizations that don't do this, they don't keep up with innovation and they ultimately uh, become irrelevant, okay? So when they ultimately do too many of the things that, that don't matter, okay? So we got to identify what truly matters. So your, your life can fundamentally change by accomplishing a project. And the more projects you get under your belt, the more your life can change. So we need to develop the habit of identifying projects, focus on them, and then get them done. So here's the three-step process. Step one, you must define the projects that will help you succeed. So what I want you to do is get a pen and paper, and list out all of the projects that you have. Just word vomit on a piece of paper, mind meld it. What are all the projects that you would like to work on? Go ahead and hit pause if you need to. I'll be here. When you're ready, hit play again. And we'll get back at it. Mind meld, get a piece of paper and pen, do this now, and write out all of your projects. All right, so you've written out all your projects. You probably have seven, 10, 15, who knows, maybe even more, right? You got all these list of projects. Seems overwhelming when you look at them, right? It's a lot of projects, a lot of things going on. All right, step two, you must defend them at all costs. Step three, achieve the projects as quickly and as efficiently as possible. So let's go back to step one, de defining the projects that will help you succeed. You got your list of projects. What I want you to do is enumerate them, one through however many that you have, one through however many you have. Think hard about this. We're only going to work on one, two, and three. We're only going to work on one, two, and three. Now, sometimes you may have a work project or something else. And I want you to focus on just three projects, okay? And what are the three biggest goals in your life for the next 30 days? And we're going to table the rest. We're going to move the rest aside. Now, if these are work-type projects, I really want you to focus on your personal life. Maybe you could be an entrepreneur. Maybe it's a business project and it's work-related. Some of these things may be delegated out. Okay, but I want your focus to be on three of these. Okay, what major projects are going to help you stand out or succeed? Everything else needs to get tabled or pushed to the side. We'll attack. We're not going to. We're we're not going to not do these things. 
Three months is not that far away. Twelve weeks is pretty quick. We'll, we're going to get these three done, and then we're going to attack those next three. We're going to basically do the strategy session the next quarter. You're going to make your list. You're going to identify the three, and you're going to get those done. Okay? So take out a piece of paper. Write them all down. You should have already done that. Identify your projects. Okay? Each project now has activities, deadlines, and milestones. So you're going to identify the top three, and now you're going to write down all of the to-dos that are going to go into that project. So go ahead. Hit pause again if you need to and identify all of the tasks, the milestones, and things that got to get done. I'll be here. Hit pause. All right. All right, you're back. You've identified all of the things that need to get done. Okay. Now, you can get obviously overwhelmed with these list of things that have to get done. I want you to batch them together. Look at them in like moments of blocks of time. Can you batch some of these activities together? You may need to get another piece of paper at this point. Project one, two, and three, you got your activities. Now batch them into like, you know, two-hour chunks, maybe four-hour chunks, one day. What are the activities that need to get done? Let's batch them. What happens is when we have just to-do lists, these long list of things to do, we get overwhelmed with managing the lines and not the ticks. we got to cluster these things together. And, uh, you know, it will enable us to see things and see and measure our progress a little bit better when we batch these things uh, together. So all of these tasks will lead to a sense of accomplishment toward our project because we've got to enjoy the journey. We've got to see measure, measurable progress along the way. So, all right, so you've got your three projects. You've got the list of uh, all the subtask milestones and objectives that need to happen. We've batched them into bite-sized chunks, okay, because what we've got to do is sprinkle these out over the next 12 weeks. All right, all these other projects, all right, I'm asking you for some discipline here. Push them aside. We're not going to look at them again, not till the next quarter, okay? Now, step two, now that you've got your three projects identified, you've got to defend them at all costs. So what are you willing to turn away, stop doing, or say in order to protect them? I want you to work harder at saying no. you got to identify what's most important to you and defend it with ruthless commitments, okay? You may need to cancel some of these other projects. You may need to delay. You need to delegate. All good stuff, okay? You need to do those things. But sometimes taking on a new project could be catastrophic. It's going to be the straw that broke the camel's back. And it's going to paralyze your progress on all fronts. So another part of this, aside from just saying no and defending them at all costs, you've got to put it in your, in your planner. Uh, currently, I, I'm a planner geek. I like the Franklin Covey planners. I like the high performance planner. I'm currently using the law of attraction planner. And, uh, you know, you've got to plan your activities and block them in here. And what's cool about this particular planner is get your top three activities right here every day. Every day, you got your top, top three uh, plans. If you don't put it in your planner, it's going to get stepped on. So take a pen, use a pencil, and map out the, the blocks of time that you're going to dedicate over the next 12 weeks to accomplishing the project. Okay? If it's not in your planner, you can't protect it. Okay? You got to have boundaries. And you do it in pencil because if things get stepped on, you can move it, erase it, put it in pen, kind of jacks up your, your plan. So that far out, you do everything in pencil. All right. So you can't protect it if it's not in the calendar, but identify the blocks of time. Everything else has got to get tabled. Okay. I wanted to take a quick break and invite you to an exclusive community I host called The Forge. One of my favorite proverbs is, as iron sharpens iron, so one man does another. The Forge is a mastermind, a community of men and women who are invested in their personal growth and development. 
They want to improve themselves, to be better husbands, to be better wives, to be better parents to their kids, to add value to their team and lead better at work, and to add more value into their community. In The Forge, I teach principles and habits of the world's highest achievers and performers. And as a group, we identify goals, develop strategies to achieve them, and hold one another accountable. We focus on improving our health, our wellness, our wealth, our relationships, and living in alignment with our purpose. We work together to focus on what truly matters and have a place where we can discuss difficult topics about life. If you're interested in learning more, go on over to www.jteags.com forward slash community where you can learn more about The Forge. You can learn more about my one-on-one coaching experience, sign up for the newsletter, and check out the blog while you're at it. Now back to the show. So the next thing, step three. Now you're going to achieve these projects as quickly and as efficiently as possible. So you got to move forward quickly and efficiently. And I want you to use like military precision. How quickly can you get through these projects and get them done? Intense focus. Who can you enlist to help you? How can you get through these things as effectively and as quickly as possible? Okay. So special operations type focus and intensity. If your to-do list has like a hundred things on it, you know, to-do list. Yes. They are a productivity tool for those that are probably living in reaction but you always add things to the to-do list. They're not really typically in priority and there's no shortage of things to add. And you're not going to probably, if you're just randomly doing to-do list every day, you're not, it's more like a mind meld for the day. You're not gaining it. You can't, you're not going to be as productive on getting these projects done as you could be if you actually mapped out the project and broke them down into bite-sized chunks. Okay. All right. So, that, that's it. Those are the three steps. Really, very simple. I know high performance tea, it's not complicated stuff. It's basic. People want some like elaborate system. There's no elaborate system to this. It's basically getting really focused, getting organized, and, and, and getting clear. When you have clarity, it makes it easier for you to make life decisions. You get laser focused on the things that matter, right? So step one, define the projects that will help you succeed. Step two, defend them at all costs. Use the word No. And when you do these, okay, one more thing I forgot to tell you about these projects, you need to have a compelling reason why this project is important. Because when that new opportunity comes in, or you're not feeling like doing anything, that why should be compelling enough to get you up off your ass and to exercise the word no, so you can do the thing. And something else I want to talk about is busy work. Busy work is a form of laziness. I know it sounds counterintuitive. But busyness is usually things that you put on your plate as a form of comfort because you're comfortable and you gravitate toward those busy things to keep you from doing the things that you know you freaking should be doing, right? So stay away from the busy work, get focused on the things that matter and do those uncomfortable things. You got to honor the struggle uh, of, of what it is that you're working on, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's being a, a disciplined adult, right? doing the things even though you don't want to do it, all right? So that's the three-step process. Let's, let's, um, let me give you a couple more tools to think about when we talk about feasibility of the projects that, that you identify. There's a rule, 12 to 18-month rule. When you're looking at all your projects, the ones that you're currently working on and the ones you want to take on, can you get them accomplished in the next 12 to 18 months? You should have a vision board. Your vision board will have all the things you'd like to achieve in the next three years on and plus. And, you know, you should look at that and, and you know, plan and, but these projects that we're working on are components of that vision board, and they shouldn't be out more than 18 months. Nearly anything can get done in 18 months. 
There's very few things that I can think of that take longer than 18 months, like a degree maybe. Uh, you know, I've got a friend who just built a house. It took like seven months to build the house. A book can be written rapidly. You know, most authors, uh, published authors, what they do is they disconnect themselves from the world. They go rent uh, a, a beach house or like what Matthew McConaughey did in Green Lights was he loaded up in his van, took some provisions, went out 12 weeks at a time and got his, his books done, unplugged and got laser focused. That's what you need to do with, uh, with your projects is get laser focused. So we don't want to spend a lot of time focusing on three-year plus, doing a little bit. Because look at, at the time of this film, like what, what the world has changed in the last 18 months altogether. So we're going to work at 18-month in less increments, 12 weeks at a time, moving toward our vision. Okay? Uh, let's see here. So if you gain momentum, wouldn't you feel better about yourself? Because most people start to feel horrible and defeated because they got a list of projects and they're not gaining any traction on them. So enjoyment comes from being in flow, gaining progress, being crystal clear on who it is that you are and what it is you're working on, and getting momentum on the things that matter to you. And like I said earlier, like a project can fundamentally change your life when it's accomplished. And the more projects you get under your belt, the more it will change your life. So something to think about because, um, you know, you're going to get an opportunity where a new project, you're going to do this work be hyper-focused and excited for the next week or so. And then new opportunity is going to come your way. You're going to have a shiny thought, like a new penny. Here's what I want you to do. When you get a new uh, idea of something that pops into your life, get a notebook or what I, I like to use Evernote. It's uh, an online app. And uh, put that thought, that creative thought, take your notes and put it in that shiny penny folder. Get all the ideas out there. Log it so you remember it, but you're, going to not, you're not going to revisit it until you do your next strategy session. Okay, for your next quarterly plan, because oftentimes what high performing people do is they take on a lot of stuff and then they get uh, they get, you know, they see the new shiny, they get excited about it and they quit doing the work that they know they need to get done because it gets a little bit more difficult and they're excited about the new thing. I'm asking you for the discipline to put that away, put it in your shiny penny file and action it on your next strategy session. So that is incredibly important. Treat your project like a military operation and uh, achieve, okay? Stop doing 12 projects all at once. You're doing 12 projects. You're taking this broad front approach. You're not getting any satisfaction. You're not getting the traction that you need. Three at a time, execute three this quarter, boom, get them knocked out. Next three, boom, next three, boom. Get in the habit of doing that. You're going to build confidence and you're going to get more stuff done this year. And it's going to feel like you're getting more stuff this year. And these projects are going to build up. And like I said, a project can change your life. So that's incredibly important. The next thing I'm going to ask you is if I came into your house right now, if I were to come into your house, where could I see your project? Because if you don't have visibility on it, you're not going to – it's got to be part of your daily routine. What I would recommend you have is a battle board. You should have a vision board that has your three-year plus. But then – something like a whiteboard or something where you can actually measure and draw out and, and, you know, war game and track your progress on it. You know, what, where is your battle board? Can I see it? Because part of your daily routine needs to be looking at this, looking at your vision board and then looking at your projects, identifying the list of five things that you need to get done in those projects. Don't have to be that day. This is part of your daily plan, but have visibility on as part of your morning routine. Who do you need to reach out to? Who's waiting on you? And what are the no, uh, the absolute things that you must get done today? 
when you do that first thing in the morning, you're going to have a, a you're going to center yourself. So as things pop up throughout the day, you're going to be more quick to say no. You're going to have some clarity for the day. Sometimes we forget to do this and then we get disconnected from the projects and then randomness starts to come in or you end up doing favors for people and and then you're not gaining, then you're losing momentum again. Okay, so very disciplined, very ruthless approach to this. You can use some apps like Trello, Asana, Basecamp. There's some apps out there that you can use. I like old school vision board, uh, battle board, so I can take notes and, and wipe things out. It's a little old school in that way. Begin every day looking at your projects. High Performance Academy did a study of the world's highest performers. Highest performers considered top 15% in any field. They did a large study, and what they determined that those that had a morning routine and that would come in and look at the three projects with the five major tasks that were coming up were disciplined about identifying who they needed to reach out to, who they're waiting on to make a decision, and identifying what absolutely had to get done, focused on getting done before one and time blocking those, were 30% more effective. This is You do this activity before you check your email. You do this activity before you answer the phone and text and social media. That's how you get productive, and that's how you start winning at life. That gives you some margin to deal with those other tasks later in the day. So look at your agenda first. You got to look at your agenda first each and every day. All right. So the only other thing that I really have to talk about, or you know, I I mentioned were the the four lines of effort in your life. Okay. In addition to your three projects that you have for the quarter. You need to be doing something deliberately with your health and wellness. What's the keystone habit during the next 90 days that you're going to optimize your health and wellness? You're working out every day. What's your program? Are you drinking water every day? What eating plan are you on? What are you doing to optimize your health and wellness? You're getting more sleep, stress, and and renewal activities, all of those things. How are you optimizing your health and wellness? Your body is a power plant. It doesn't just magically have energy. You have to create it. So you have to take care of your body like a power plant. How are you managing your affluence and your wealth creation? Are you creating wealth? If you have financial stress in your life, that's going to detract. It's going to have an effect in other areas of your life. Okay. So what are you doing to create wealth? Are you paying yourself first? Are you saving? Are you creating and generating wealth? Wealth, money gives you freedom, right? Your relationships. Are you being intentional about your relationships? Do you have weekly date night? Do you know what the love languages are of those that are around you? Do you have a family boardroom meeting with your children? It was a book that we talked about in the Forge recently, The Family Boardroom, excellent book, tactic on how to get connected with your kid one-on-one. How are you being intentional with your relationships? Are you scheduling, you know, lunch dates with those? Are you calling your mom, calling your dad, connecting with those? Like intentional, oftentimes, you know, it, intentional, intention doesn't mean like in the, in the living room where we're all watching TV together. It's like, you know, taking some time, connecting, boardroom, um, playing, playing a board game. And then development. What skill are you developing? What is your curriculum? What what are two to three skills that you have that you're trying to become world class at? Oftentimes people are reading books or listening to a lot of podcasts and they're just doing general learning. But I would encourage you to take a look at a skill you like to develop. Maybe find some podcasts and books on that particular subject for the quarter. And what's that keystone habit that you're going to do every single day to, to sharpen your saw? And I want you to have a keystone habit and a reason why for each one of these four lines of effort, then identify your three projects. Now, your three projects could be nested with your four lines of effort. You might be doing a program, say, like 75 hard, 
that's a, that's going to require, you know, five critical tasks every day over 75 days. That's a big project to optimize your health and wellness. Maybe it's a business goal that's going to increase your wealth. Maybe you're focused on relationships. Maybe, maybe it's a, maybe you're developing a skill and taking a seminar or focusing on college. Maybe that's your big project. These three projects could be nested with your core four, but you need to be doing something in your core, your four lines of effort each and every day, along with your major projects. So that's, that's kind of uh, just a, an overview of how to plan your quarter, okay? And that's, we need to detach from, from being reactive and gain some control and agency over our life and start thinking ahead. And once you gain more control and you gain more momentum in your life, you're going to feel a hell of a lot better and you deserve to feel better. If you need any help with that, you can reach out to me. I've got a group called The Forge in which we have a group of people that, that get together and we do regular planning. I also can do some one-on-one coaching and consulting with you and, uh, and just help you get super focused and productive so you can crush your goals, so you feel energetic and in control and live the life that you were designed and deserve to have. So I hope you found this beneficial. Let me know. Uh, reach out to me and, uh, and let me know if you found this to be helpful. And if you have any other tools or strategies that enable you to get after your goals on a uh, quarterly basis. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and share. I would also love to know your thoughts and opinions. You can connect and follow me at JTeagues on Instagram and Facebook. If you want to join our free 75 hard community, go on over to www.jteagues.com forward slash 75 hard. We'll get you connected with other like-minded people who are doing hard things and on the path to developing mental toughness. Also, please take a moment, leave a review on iTunes. This will help us get those hard to reach guests as we build the community. If you want to level up and take the next step on the rung of personal development, check out The Forge, an exclusive community dedicated to personal growth and development. You can go to www.jteags.com forward slash community to learn more about it. Thank you for listening. And in the meantime, do hard things.